Good morning, everyone. This is Derek here from the Caffeine Check Podcast, but you probably know me as Blake Clark from Dan and Bagalow. I don't know about you, but when I'm putting in work, I need a good coffee break to help me get through the rest of my daily adventure. This is Coffee Break, a bi-weekly recap episode getting into the heads of our players and characters, discussing what they just encountered the previous week. Sit back, sip some good brew, and enjoy. Welcome to Coffee Break. This is Josh, the host, and uh, today we're going to be discussing episode seven. Seven. Heisting the bank, finishing the bank heist, uh, and getting the foot out of Turek. <laughs> so before I recap that for y'all, uh, I'm just going to go around and you guys can say who all is here for this uh, Coffee Break. So I'm Josh, the host. Anthony, the dungeon master. Derek, I play Blake. I'm Thomas, I play Iceberg. Joshua Kaladin. <laughs> and in this episode, you guys finished the bank heist. You did the deed and um, did the deed. Yeah, we did. We did well we we haven't finished the deed. There's you, two more there's two more guys to grab. Y'all reported back to Onyx, right? Mm-hmm. Negotiated a new job and the Tugby debt. Mm-hmm. Parted ways with Thalanil and Tucker. And then you were fleeing Turek. Mm-hmm. Fleeing mm-hmm. Turek. That's a great. Yeah. Not leaving. Fleeing. 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 It that's a good. Felt like that's fleeing. the right verb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fleeing. When you steal horses so you can get away. <laughs> <after> like, that's, <laughs> that's how I leave every city. There's a note of desperation there, I feel. Name a city feel, we haven't fleed. I feel, I feel like maybe Gale Hall, but you just jumped through a portal. Fleed. No, that we were fleeing a monster. <laughs> that's a good point. So you were fleeing the monster, not necessarily the city. Uh, but you know there was a benefit there. We did a bunch. <laughs> we of shit needed to, to get out of that city already. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if you guys will ever go to a city where you're just like, "Hey guys, want to take off today?" <laughs> I mean, we grab brunch and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe uh, hit a hit an apothecary and take off around noon. Does that sound like a good? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want a good vacation. Grab a few souvenirs. You remember when you had the map, Blake, uh, really, Derek, and you were like putting X's through like the places cities that you to can't go, to go back again. to. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's only one. Tour, not Tour Cross. Can't go back the to one. Stonewood. Can't go back to one where we fought. Can't go back the, to Gale Hall. What was the? Oh, uh, the Abed. Start with a T. Oh, the Tarnaford. Tar- Tarnaford. Tarnaford. You can go to Tarnaford. We can go to Tarnaford. That's the only one on the list that I did not cross off. <laughs> Which that's, that a, that's more tankers. of like an outpost in a in the middle of. A we cross have an outpost we can go to if we need it. <laughs> <laughs> in, in all in all reality, I feel like it's the least the stealing stealing people's horses is probably the least impact considering what also happened is all their money and all their savings are now wood. Um, Maybe yeah, that's, maybe that's... it doesn't weigh as heavily, but I don't know. That's true. Um, wood yeah, is they pretty got heavy fry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> let's talk about the bank first. So you guys uh, got in, got out. Nobody died. Uh, how do you feel like the, the, the final? Oh, the party didn't die. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, there was a lot of death. Uh, there Don't was get a me wrong. Plenty of death. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a second here. But uh, yeah, the the job itself, you know, yeah. on this side of the job, how do you feel that the job went? How would you rate your Hor- job? Horrible satisfaction. <laughs> F- actually, fended accomplished down at one point. But... Okay, feeling accomplished. I mean, we did it. Yeah, we did the job. C minus completed. We did. We did do the job. It's like you advanced to tenth grade, but. Probably you don't want to have. show your report card right, your, right. Or to your parents. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. We you went know, back to Onyx. We did it. 
Yeah. We're good. It's like, oh, it got done. We technically did what you asked. It won't be traced back to it you. It won't be traced back to you. It will be traced to somebody. Um, About four people, five people. Yeah. I mean, there was that moment, obviously, where you had the guards, the two guards that we cornered in a room. Mm hmm. But uh, even in that moment, that was a moment where Kaladin's like, yeah, they need to die. Yeah, let's zoom in on that. Like, maybe this is the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my zooming on a... Oh, sorry, the little pinch, a yeah. little reverse pinch. Yeah. I mean, we were trying to get some information, but at this point, like, if we wanted to not be traced back to us, which at this point, it's going to be hard not to, given what we did with Mac. But, um, but yeah, they need to... They needed to die. <clears throat> rest had, in, rest they, in peace. I gave them the option not to die. Well, I gave them the option to possibly not die. To possibly. That, that is, I'm glad you included that word. Yeah, I don't know what? that I... <laughs> even, if they, even if they helped, I don't know that I saw a world with them living. Med, metagaming a little. If they would have been like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> let, let me just let you in and open the door. What's the, what, like, what happens there to make that decision for Blake? Oh, they die for sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. That was like <laughs> me. Like, that was me throwing arugula a bone. Like, Hey, look, I'm giving him a chance. Mm -hmm. Not a bird. A bird. Giving Berg an option. Like, Berg, I'm doing it. Oh, Finn did can live? this one. He Berg. went down in or the dungeon. Or you can die. Yeah, he did. Or in the vault. With the trolls. Yeah. Berg, mm. Berg's really glad that that didn't happen because <laughs> it was already bad enough. But if he, they would have been like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll just go. We won't tell anyone. And then Blake kills them. You couldn't live with that. No. I don't know. I don't Have know. you noticed a pattern with Finn that he battle starts, he goes in, gets all of the, like, because his dexterity is so high, his initiative is usually high. So he goes first. He's like, I go in, I do the thing. And then it's like, okay, well, the baddies see you. Bam, bam, bam. Melty attack. Doo, doo, doo. He goes down. And it's like, shit, someone get Finn. And you're dragging him <laughs> up the stairs. I was dragging him. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's happened multiple times. I yeah, I mean, that's just, he has low, so much low HP. It's like the rogue yeah. should be leading the party, finding the traps, mm. unlocking doors. He should be in the front. And he's like, all right, I'm in the back of the party. I like, don't actually yeah. know if he used Uncanny Dodge in that. I don't think he did. I don't think he don't did. Think he did. Um, Which could have been the difference between life and death now that I think of it. Yeah. And even in situations where he hasn't like died first turn, he drops his health so low where he's like, "Oh crap!" Like I'm he gets gonna, back and he's gonna hide. I'm gonna pull like, out and shoot him and hide. Bonus action hide, no matter what. <laughs> like, that's, that's what he should do in battle. That is the mechanic of a rogue. You hide, you get sneak attack, and you take advantage of it. He knows though not to take bonus action hide if he doesn't the same place twice. Right. So he doesn't get it in the same place. He has he has to move. And that's oh, hard in a vault when you guys are all clustered up in a that's right. stairwell. Dude, how about them bombs, though? That oh. was, I'm glad that those that made clutch. a comeback, yeah, to finally. I think I just realized this is a big open room. <laughs> Finn going down complicated it a little bit. but um, <laughs> I think that probably saved the battle because you did a substantial amount of damage to both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Took out one of them, right, with the bomb. The, yeah, on the second, the second, second, bomb, second bomb. I think yeah. I was hoping one bomb, you know, hit, 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 hit. Uh, but I think when we went back into the stairwell, I think there was an assumption that we wouldn't be able to get hit. But I think for some reason we were still able to get hit. Mm -hmm. And then at that point when we were we kept getting hit, it was like, okay, I'm gonna roll another, I'm yeah. gonna roll another bomb in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, those trolls were fun. That was a fun yeah, battle too. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That was another deadly one. Perfect. Hard. Whatever. Great. Love it. Well, I'm glad we had back, the back to back. I still have one more bomb. <laughs> There's one more bomb nice. in the bag. Of... Remind me where where did Kaladin get the bombs? Um, Perochin. In Perochin, in that that little outpost kind of bloodline town that we burned to the ground, like the whole thing. How appropriate Mm -hmm. that you took bombs away from that place. We did. Bombs away. Bombs away. We We had to see what they did. That's also the the same place I I got the bag of holding. Okay. So that's the first thing I put in the bag of holding. So they've been there from the very beginning. That's pretty impressive. Side note, did we ever try the thing where you like revert, you do the inside that we did that? No, he wouldn't let me do it. I see, I see. Oh, yeah. 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 So we don't actually, we still don't know what's in the bag of holding from previous owners. I think Uh, the assumption was nothing. I think it's... Maybe. What an interesting as I try and read plot the DM space. But yeah. you, you no, I, I had a conversation. And you're like, put I had your a conversation. Hand in about it. <laughs> Do you, you feel you anything? Feel you don't. No, I get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> so, uh, would you not be able to just put your hand in and feel what's in there? You can only get out what you put in. You can it's only. Like a, it's totally like a mental. Sure. It's like a mental connection, right? Ah. It's like if I put my hand in, I'm, I'm going to get something. I'm thinking about something, and then I can grab. It's like a. It's like an ender chest in. In Minecraft. Okay, so rules know, rules is written if you have a bag of holding uh-huh. and you flip it inside out. Uh-huh. Anything that's in that dimension will come out. I see. But that wasn't that's not why he gave us the bag uh-huh. to try to exploit that. I see. And you know, so for him it was more like it's empty. It's yeah. it's empty. Yeah. Like you <laughs> Okay. I, it's just like an added thing. It's a gift. It's D- like a, DM to party. It's a gift. Yeah, like I mean the, I see. It's a state bag of holding is like a D and D staple. Every party should have a bag of holding. Sure. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I gotcha. Arugula almost just threw it away. <laughs> yeah. Tell the story. Yeah, he just he was the first one to get to the chest. He says, "Oh, there's a bag." He reaches into it. There's nothing in it, and he just throws it off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why I thought yeah. it was. <laughs> Because the DM made it perfectly clear that the bottom of the bag looked completely different than anything you've ever seen. Yeah, or yeah, it was like a void. Oh, I rolled a check on you the bag. You don't see a bottom. I think I said, like, do I, do I notice anything about this bag? And that's when you were like, <laughs> roll this. Or... That's pretty fun. And so the whole idea of the mental connection of reaching in, is that something that other tables use too? Or is that just kind of how you guys describe using it's just a bag how of I holding? describe it, but I don't know. I don't actually know what a bag of again. Don't watch this. Listen to this podcast for mechanics. for for mechanics and rules. I, the way I'm playing it is uh-huh. it's it's like an you know in, in Minecraft there's the ender chest where it's like you open it uh-huh. and depending on who opens it that's what's in it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's actually neat, and I don't think I've heard that from an, another party, but it's a cool layer, you know. Yeah. So so have you guys the rest of the party tried putting stuff in there? No, I think Calvin's the only one who's. He's always had it. I mean, I'll put stuff from other people. So people will give it to me. But I'll, uh, yeah, I've I've put everything in. How interesting. I wonder. That's your safety deposit box, is that bag of holding. Yeah. I wonder if anybody else in the party would or has a desire to put stuff in there or. So, y'all, we we should actually be paying Kaladin 50 gold. (laughs) 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 That's a terrible ROI, trust me. So yeah, they what the you guys searched the bank, found some gold. Um, oh, and one, one thing that I thought was big was you guys got Finn found the thing in the marketeer's office. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, About that letter, it had what Praxis stuff on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the ledger, the letter, the envelope, the map mm-hmm. too, the whole map. 
the of map the of Turek. Expansion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we went down to the vault, and Erdo pulled out a scroll that we forgot he had and opened up one of the doors. That was pretty epic. We spent 25 minutes trying to figure out how to open the doors. Yeah, the scroll of Nock we found way back when. Yeah, well, one thing I noticed was you weren't sure exactly where... If you are, am I in the vault? Am I in the middle of the vault now? Mm-hmm. Is there another door mm-hmm. I should go into? You know... Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose they wouldn't exactly put up signs that say you are now center in of, the vault. of the vault. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it when they like when they put those flags on the ground for gas lines or whatever? It's like it's like the spray paints, yeah. you know. It's like a big X right in the middle. You know? That's what we were center looking for. This much money this way. <laughs> yeah, you are here. It's, it's funny because we we spent a considerable amount of time trying to figure out how to engage that room. Yeah, and I think it's because primarily in past rooms similar. There was some nuance to it. Uh, I know. But the plan was, no, that's it. That's, that's it. Right? Yeah, you've arrived, put the thing down, do the thing. And go. It was hard watching you guys like, uh, I touch the pedestal. Okay, nothing happens. I put a crowbar on the pedestal. <laughs> nothing happens. I pedestal. stand on the pedestal. <laughs> nothing happens. I cast detect magic on these guys. I move them. I look behind <laughs> them. I feel the crevice of the door. And I just wanted to be like we're over like I'm just trying you know like this is the room you know but I can't do that as a DM I can't interfere like that so if they're going to be careful they're going to be careful and we got to uh-huh. you know role, role play but at the inverse is true because when we go into other rooms and we're like okay I grab the sword from this guy and you're like this is obvious you have all the notes written I down know. look at it oh well that was a little different that's a little different that was a little different uh. Yeah. Yeah. Not to not to tell you how to DM Anthony, but I wonder what would happen if, um, in a situation like that where there's nothing to it, you invent something to make it seem successful, right? It's like, I I stand on the pedestal. A giant oh. circle appears in the middle of the room that says, "This is the center." Yeah. A, gi- a giant you spider. Made it. You did it. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Confetti. What, what you hear is the noise that says, "Do do 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 do." Yeah. That's campless feedback. Usually to me is like it's never fun as a player to be in a situation where you do something and and it's uh, Consequential and nothing. So, mm-hmm. flashback all the way to the very first game you guys ever played in Ionori. You guys dealt with the the um, attack, and then you guys went up to the um, more wealthier part of town to get some goods. And you guys visited an enchanter, I think, or an apothecary. I don't remember. And she said, um, "I think somebody said like, can you enchant my weapon or can you do something?" And one by one, I said, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." Mm. And Campus feedback to me that day was like. <clears throat> Sucks as a player to do something, and the and the answer is nothing happens, mm-hmm. or that was inconsequential, or mm-hmm. you just wasted your time. Mm-hmm. So I think Campbell would agree with your, okay. you know, but I struggle with that because it, just because you do something doesn't mean something yeah. happens, you know. So Good point. it's it's a hard balance, like mm-hmm. keeping it fun but keeping it realistic. Yeah. I wonder what at what point because you do this in other scenarios where you you don't tell us necessarily that the room has nothing for you, but you do say. For everything you can tell, this room is a pretty basic room. Yeah. Like, you'll say, make a statement like that. He and did. I think you did it in that moment, too. Yeah. I, I, I think you know. said something at the end of the line. Like, you were like, yeah, from what you know, this is well, I think, probably the center. And then that's when Anthony is like, okay, I use knock on the door. And you're like, wait a second. Where the <laughs> fuck did that happen? That's yeah, true. It yeah. was like, Erk. Right. <laughs> but it was right after. We're like, okay, well, this is it. We'll put it down right here. Anthony, how did you feel in that moment when he used knock on the door? Oh, <laughs> what a good question. Uh, there's a couple times where you guys do something that I just don't anticipate. And if you get your way, it breaks the game. And I'm like, fuck, like, what, how do I, uh, what do I do? You know? So interestingly, you know, I, I brainstormed with Josh here, um, before Loya 
Um, and you said to me a, mm-hmm. weeks ago, you were like, hey, I just realized you're sending them into a vault. What's keeping them from like mm-hmm. taking all the money Looting and walking it, out yeah. with, yeah, 50,000 gold or something? Which is exactly what <laughs> I anticipated <laughs> I <know>. being. Not <laughs> 50,000, but I wanted to get a like 1,000 gold or something, yeah. which doesn't break the game. Right, right. But still gives us a little bit of cushion to be mm-hmm. able to like, we're going to buy a new bow or we're right. going to like stuff like that, which, which we haven't been able to do. I wanted to put that money upstairs scattered throughout. So when you mm-hmm. guys when you guys went through and you're like, I yeah. check and I'm like, yeah, oh, you find a roll of gold. It comes out to 150. You find mm-hmm. another roll, it's 200. So, so I wanted to like yeah. kind of let that be a payoff a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which side note too, when you get like sessions back, when you guys were like, we just need some money, let's do these jobs. And you guys are looking at jobs that are like uh, 20 gold each or 100 gold total and da, 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 And I'm like, just like, you know, I can't as a DM, but in my mind, I'm like, just take the Onyx thing because you'll make so much more, you know. Mm. But I and I can't say that. I'm like, yeah, I guess you can go do because back then you had no idea that you were going to go into a bank, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I tried to like temper it with, okay, sure, you use knock, you know, by you know rules as written, you should be able to open it. But then the like consequence was those are re- and that this is realistic. Like the doors to get in each vault sure. are highly secure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like a it's like a Skyrim when you're or an Elder Scrolls game when you're um, lick, uh, lock picking. It tells you whether it's like easy, novice, expert, master, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are master, and sort of taken a long time. He probably would have broken your picks doing it. So he got one, right? He did get one. Yeah, one, one, and one a couple for three. rubies. Yeah. yeah, and so you guys got some from it. Yeah, um, but it was my mm-hmm. you know I was like. I think what I what I the tension I wanted to put on you guys was the time. Yeah, like it's for getting, sure. It's starting to get closer to morning. You can sit here in the vault all you want and try to pick these locks, but eventually somebody's going to come into the bank and, you know, how close to the. And I think Blake was the one who was like, "Guys, we got to get out of here. Let's mm-hmm. do the thing, activate it, and go." You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to imagine the bank from the outside as well, right? You hear the sound of a, a door being smashed. Bombs going off, people shouting, you know. Uh, well, luckily, we were underground. So and then the knock was. sound, right? So it's like there's a lot of noise coming knock is from loud, yeah. this yeah. building, right? And probably, you know, shutterings and shaking. So people are like, the bombs something is matter. going on here, right? So, yeah, I think it was good that you put that tension on the party to be like, hey, yeah. guys, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're not, you know, doing this in some isolated place where nobody knows what's going on. Like, yeah. It's a busy city and people are coming, so yeah. that's good. Uh, okay, a couple questions for individual characters that I want to ask, um, and a few of a few of them really aren't here. But um, Blake, was there anything else you wanted to say about uh, those guards, those two guards, and maybe just I, I sense a, a collective groan from everybody as you know we encountered various guards throughout this city, right? We interact mm-hmm. with a lot of guards, yeah, and uh, most of them, you know, ended up dead. So, yeah, uh, was is is there something going on with Blake that is causing him to sort of be irritated or uh, treat them differently, or is this is just Blake as usual? No, I think Blake is kind of like I'm. I'm aware of I mean up to this point before meeting the party Blake was an assassin right so he would do jobs and he couldn't be it couldn't trace back to him that was Mm -hmm. this whole thing don't get it traced back to you your survival is everything and that started from him being a little child Mm -hmm. so anytime we come 
on a job like this, we encounter somebody that potentially sees my face and can trace it back to me. That okay. person can shouldn't be allowed to do that. Mm. So whether it's Mac, whether it's the guards. Gotcha. So yeah, part human of life is not something I, I value as much as like more so my safety. Okay. And if it's their life or mine, I'll do what it takes to get rid of that person. Uh, it, random question just occurred to me. Have you ever considered Blake wearing some kind of a mask or identity distorting piece of clothing? That'd be cool, but I mean... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm like six foot five with a maybe there's other things about him that beard and a mohawk <laughs> and tattoos all over the side of his face. Right, it's not like yeah. he's easily disguisable. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just noticed that there was a lot of killing going on, and that the rest of the party was feeling it too. Right. You know, like, oh, like, do we really have to kill these people? So um, I think I it's good tension. Just like, I mean, there's tension with time and stuff. There's also tension with yeah. like one of the guys in your group. That's really good. Was an assassin for his whole life. So. That doesn't go away and knowing each other for a month. Mm, that is really good. Yeah. So you guys finish the bank. You guys get back to Onyx. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that pretty much go as you expected? You know, finishing no. the deal with him. Yeah. What what went off track there? I, I don't know. I was just hoping to be done with him. Onyx altogether. Yeah. So getting information. We got information that... Um, we wanted, uh, but then the Tugby thing extended beyond, uh, you know, that m- moment. Mm-hmm. It's like we, in order to free Tugby. So the information we got though pointed in line with what Thalnil wanted to accomplish. So that was the information mm-hmm. that he gave us was strictly for Thalnil's storyline, mm-hmm. correct? It was like to pursue your mom, you need to go to West Lahine and see Ghost. Yep. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything to do with like your dad, Kaladin's dad, or like anything else other than like getting more information for Thalonil. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I mean, keep in mind, information for Thalonil in theory is supposed to be also information for Kaladin uh, to try to like pursue that. Uh, so, the information that we, the reason going into there originally for Thalonel to get that information was received, like that whole purpose of the bank job to get that. So mm-hmm. I was hoping maybe to wrap up the Tugby thing too. That seems to be extending. So. And yeah, even, I mean, even in Berg's head, it like basically he had this assumption about Onyx who he hadn't met that he was bad or evil because he was keeping Tucker hostage mm-hmm. and he kept Thalonel hostage and all right. that. And basically the whole conversation just confirmed that he was an evil dude. And so okay. it was like, all right, okay. So this, but is... a nice evil dude. Sure, sure. Hospitable, Very sure. Hospitable evil, evil dude. So yeah. Okay. But we're out. Were you happy to have a new job, or were you uh, sad? More, more, yeah, more sad that you were con- still connected to this guy. Bert, Bert Berg never actually accepted the job. Um, okay, <laughs> but the part like the party did, and Berg like just left with the party. So okay, he doesn't feel any connection to doing that uh-huh. outside of helping Tucker free okay. himself of his like debts. Just like the previous job, um, right? Yeah, he didn't accept the previous. I think Kaladin also doesn't have out, outside of Tucker. He doesn't feel like doing the job. I mean, obviously, there's an inherent benefit for the dollars, but right? If we don't do the do- job, it doesn't. Outside of whatever the consequences of not doing the job are. Mm-hmm. So at this point, accepting the job means 
we'll have that whole crew uh, on our tail looking for us, whatever, you know. Um, get to so. find out what's in that box, though. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, let's like, talk about that. Uh, what's in the box, guys? I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. I just think there's a lot of tension that was put onto our party right after that. Like, meeting Onyx, it's like, there's like this weird, unspoken, really spoken tension towards the end of that episode that what do we do now like, i mean there's so a huge options. what do we what do we do now right now mm-hmm. yeah i mean maybe getting the job from him gave you some focus maybe so that was good or you still feel like but even, even with, with the option, job here's one more thing we have to choose between well with the job the stuff that happened to blake i mean i think that threw that threw everything into a bit of a loop that's right he had that vision mm-hmm. or that memory or whatever it was right. yeah shoot mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then Blake wanting to have Thalano killed and nobody else wanting to have Thalano killed was another That's like, right. thing that happened. So. Yeah, there was yeah. tension there. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a big piece with Berg. And like, there was that separation, essentially, of Berg, the party wanting to have a certain intention for Thalano and for where they were going, and Berg thinking that Thalano was still like a part, a group, and a part mm-hmm. of the party. And mm-hmm. he hadn't been a part of those conversations. So it was like the group in game got like pissed when uh-huh. afterwards we were leaving uh-huh. and i just I was like why didn't you guys tell him oh, like I, just I loved it just tell <laughs> just yeah, it's, that was it's ghost and then we're delivering so, a package so to so Gulroth and like what what's what's the deal and then all of a sudden there's just that like oh shit he knows everything kind of mm. like feeling um and they still i mean we were still able to like kind of separate um yeah. and thalonel took tucker and that's like kind of off the group's plate but now the group has to figure out okay who's actually with us and where are we going great I'm, questions i mean i think kaladin trusts thalano so i was less worried about that but i care about blake i don't want him to feel like he feels unsafe or like at risk so there's there's that there's a lot of like uh i think that there's a tension with berg whereas i may not be uh, I, I feel like Burbs, I, I hesitate to call it carelessness because I don't think it's necessarily carelessness. I think he's operating with the uh, information he has, but it's just one more thing that it's like an, another knock towards the like widening gap between mm. either Berg or the party or Berg or Kaladin, um, which still Kaladin doesn't know why. Uh, whether he said it or not, it hasn't come across the Kaladin in a way that he doesn't have a reason as to why Burke's there. He doesn't understand it. So there's that tension, which is exacerbated by this decision he made to tell everything. And now you've got this decision. Where do we go? Which Kaladin could go see his dad, but Kaladin could also see us like saying, if this is important to you, Blake, like I'll, I'll do it with you, you know? Um, in the same way Blake says, if this is important to you, we'll go find your mom. I do feel like at that point, we've got a lot of diverging, like mm-hmm. a lot of unfinished things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just keep unfin- like not finishing things, yeah. uh, which is a tension I feel not just as Kaladin, I feel as a player. <laughs> I'm like, we're literally not finishing anything. So, yeah, that, the, the concept of saying yes to one thing means saying no to everything else. Yeah. Um, and Although, we'll see how it plays out. I'm uh, I'm interested in a particular possible idea that could have a say yes to a couple things and still move towards 
Blake, something Kaladin's mulling over. Ooh. Um, so that'll be fun. That'll be fun to explore. Uh, yeah, speaking of uh, close closing open loops, I just want to acknowledge that Thalonil is not with the party anymore. Rest in peace. Yeah, well, he's not I dead. Wish. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, do you feel like that's totally closed? And also no. just... No, it's not, not at it's, all. It's not going to be wide totally open. closed. Oh. <laughs> oh fucking guy. I don't wow. think it's as bad as that, very, but it is definitely overreaction. Okay. <laughs> it was dead and wide open. Cool. It, it, it basically, there's a, now an opportunity where if the group is still together and uh, they ever come across Thalonil, well, Thalonil doesn't see them. I uh, feel like Blake's gonna just shoot Thalonil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he's not journeying with you anymore. No. So at least you don't have to deal with you know. Yeah that conflict for sure yeah i think it's and good it's good because we get to decide what we're doing as a group without an outside influence we okay. make a decision mm-hmm. and that, we can move forward to that decision like mm-hmm. whatever that is for sure yeah just at the tail end here i just want to verbalize that or just repeat what you said which is that for a long time right an npc has been kind of leading you along mm-hmm. uh in the literal and figurative sense so yeah, well, I'm curious to see what it's going to be like for you guys to just decide. Well, our whole first season was do. us deciding where we go. Yeah. And we, you know, get re- real seam. And we're out here, and Thalno's the person who saves us. Hmm. From that moment on, it was like a dick, like whatever. Gotcha. That was the lead there. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first time this season, which we're like, we choose. I mean, outside of the moment, Caledon's like, I'm going to go find my dad. That's that's what we're going to do. But, uh-huh. Um, yeah. Well, well, there's like a lot to look forward to. I am really excited to see where it goes. Be fun. Yeah. It will be. Tune in next time, y'all. This has been Coffee Break. This episode is brought to you by Gnome Depot. With wood literally becoming a currency, we are now your new bank.